All I need is a pen to begin to illustrate these similes and metaphors that lies in the crevices of my mind. All I need is time to construct these sentences that destruct these stigmas that have stamped our sons with the concept that this is all we are. All I need are these pages to preserve these paragraphs that place us above and beyond our potential so this pen is essential and even therapeutic because I use it to heal the wounds of the weary, underprivileged, and downtrodden. Those forgotten when this pie was divided So my pen is a supplement like insures To ensure our thoughts are nourished Because they furnish our communities with fried foods and liquors Maybe they figure niggas die quicker from ulcers and cirrhosis of the liver But my pen is here to deliver us from that fate And I can't wait to see it shine But bear in mind, I'm not a prophet But I pray my words can profit us by awakening the giants in our subconscious so that we can rise like Lazarus and claim our inheritance. Yo, all I need is a pen to defend some of the actions my kith and kin fall in at times. They fall short sometimes. The thicker the grind seems to cloud their mind and impede their judgment and who can blame them? Because there's no denying when your stomach is touching your ribs that your ability to give a second to weigh out the ramifications of your actions is only a fraction of its peak. So don't speak to me about how we are all equal. That cellophane game is see-through. This society don't give a fuck about me or you, but my pen is sincere. And this ink bear witness that this gift is intended to uplift you and me. And for our progeny to come, let them rewind these verses and find comfort that we were the pioneers of this generation. And we gave birth to free thinkers just like us. And just like us, they'll thrust their pens on the surface of the pages of life and breathe ink. Different shades, different hues, different ideals and different views, but they'll be the same. And just like ink, all they'll need is a pen. You're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family was good. We got another dope show lined up for you guys today. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine. And I really need you to get in tune. Today is our day. Let's get active. Spoken Soul family was good, was good. We got another dope show lined up for you guys today. And I am extremely excited. I'm extremely excited today because I have a special treat in the studio for you guys today. As you guys know, we've been running a competition. We've been running the Grand Griot competition for the for the past, uh, I say, want to say 12, 11 weeks or so. A 14-week competition. And um, we've been doing it on Clubhouse. And it's been very, very, very intricate, very detailed. And um, today... In the studio, we have one of the finalists, one of the one of the two finalists that's left. We're about to have our finale in two weeks. And I wanted to get in the head, you know, of of the artists and um, and introduce you guys to him. But first, let me give him the introduction that he deserves. I'm talking about none other than Brother Habib. The year was 2000. And a Muslim hip-hop group named Sunni Tribe just won the Buffalo Music Awards. One of the MCs was Arlem Habib, a.k.a. the Black Moor. After winning the Buffalo Music Awards, Arlem Habib slowly left the stage as a hip-hop artist and evolved into the poetry arena. After cultivating his skills as a poet and winning several poetry slams, Arlem started to realize he began only writing for the crowd and judges. At that point, he had left hip-hop and poetry completely altogether, all the while watching his brother Quadir Latif shine and flourish in both venues. But as the state of consciousness worsened, and after years of healing the call, healing the call from Quadir Latif to jump back into battle and to create conscious music, to combat the constant flood and ignorance over the airwaves, indoctrinating our youth. Now armed with MCing and spoken word, Brother Habib has now rejoined the battle of good versus evil through spoken word and hip hop. Spoken word family. It brings it, this is my this is my true pleasure, my honor to to introduce you guys to this phenomenal poet, this phenomenal MC, Brother Habib. What's good, bro? Oh man, bro. It's it's a it's a breath of fresh air, man. I finally got you in the studio, my brother, man. This competition has been immense. It has been, I mean, it's, it's so much. And I want to get I want to get your take on it, man, because you've been in it since the beginning. And you're still here. One of the finalists. 
you know, a real strong force in this competition, man. So let me ask you, Habib, what was it like? You know, what was the competition like for you? But first, it would only be right. I can't I can't skip past this because I would get a hundred angry emails if I do this. A hundred angry emails. I didn't ask the question. The first question I ask all my guests on the Spoken Soul Sessions show when they come on here, because I like to get the different perspective of different artists, you know, uh, I ask this question. So I'm going to ask you, my brother. Brother Habib, why poetry? Why spoken word? Mm. Very good question, brother. Honestly, a spoken word was like, uh, it was like, uh, I don't know, the best way to describe it is as an MC, you're constricted to like 16 bars. You're mm. constricted to like, bop, 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 mm. bop, bop. And when I heard spoken word artists, I was like, um, man, this is, this is like, like, like freestyle dancing. Like mm. I'm not chained to, to mm-hmm. nothing. I can just release the mm-hmm. entirety of myself mm-hmm. and not have to be wor- worry about, you know, being constricted to staying on beat mm. or, you know, it just, it just was like freedom to express myself unlimited bounds there's no bounds there's no like uh oh, oh wait a minute you gotta nah i could just do whatever say whatever yeah just unleash me and mm. i felt freedom when i when i started to do the spoken word mm. i i dig where you're coming from man because poetry spoken word don't it don't pigeonhole you like in hip-hop or rapping you are confined to those 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 bars everything is done in bars so 16 bars for the for your verse or whatever the case may be but you gotta keep that rhyme scheme keep that cadence and get boxed in but with spoken word you can take it anywhere you know what i'm Mm. saying you can take it anywhere you can create the soundtrack you can create the vibe you can create the mood and um it's, it's it's crazy man but a lot of a lot of rappers you know, you got a lot of rappers out there that people don't know got roots in spoken word or either started in spoken word. You got right. Kanye, you got uh, you got Most Deaf, Talib Kweli. You know what I'm saying? I had the pleasure of meeting his mom. You know, wow. she's a professor at uh, uh, at Mega Evers, and um, I, I actually, matter of fact, I believe that was my first album. I actually gave my first album to Talib. You know what I'm saying? Face to face, hand to hand, and that was dope. But yeah, it's a cool. lot. It's a lot of dope artists out there that you know that's in hip hop. But really, they got spoken word roots. You know, Common, he's one. You know, it's a lot of them. But with spoken word, I believe that, like you said, there's no fetters on you. There's mm-hmm. no. There's no like shackles. Like you can. Mm-hmm. You're really there and free to create any type of environment that you want. So that's dope, man. You know, see, I really dig that. You know, what I'm saying the similitude that you use right there was dope and on point. Now let me ask you, my brother. This has been a trying competition, man. It's been, you know, what I'm saying week to week. We've been putting you guys through the ringer, and um, what was that experience like for you? What was the experience like writing from week to week, being able to write a new piece? being able to get into it, to perfect it, to perform it to perfection the the following week. What was that like? What's that process? What the process look like for you? 
Man, it was um I realized I was I was awakening to who I was and what my potential was because uh I never would I never wrote on cue like somebody say, Hey, unless somebody saying let's do a song and then you you know you write. But mm. it was more so like <clears throat> I don't know, this was like I didn't know that I can do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know that I can do it. I knew I could write, but not like every week write a new mm. piece and you gotta make some fire every <laughs> week because <laughs> it's not just writing some old bull crap. You gotta yeah. you gotta spit some fire. Facts. Because you got people that you're going up against that are going for your juggler. So it made me um awaken the, like my potential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm I'm grateful and thankful because I feel like this was just God letting me know like you got some work to do. Mm-hmm. And uh this was like boot camp that y'all put us put us through. I ah, appreciate you. That it definitely man. Like like one one of the things I've noticed because I've watched the different competitors that came through this competition. And one thing that I noticed that you maintained a certain type of character throughout this competition. You've always maintained yourself at a, a certain level of decorum. When things got, when the mud started getting slung and it got crazy and haywire, you pretty much stayed, you know what I'm saying? You stayed G'd up and you was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm gonna rise above this. I'm gonna keep it about poetry. And um, listening to the recaps and the replays. And for my audience, I will be bringing some of those those shows over. You know, I'm a, what I'm going to do, I'm going to um, make a make like a, a collage of different of the hottest performances mm. and put you guys on to that, man, because these guys went and did some phenomenal work. But one one performance that stood out to me from you. And it really like, whoa, like he's on another level. When you did the reenactment of Leopold and uh, whoa, man, I was listening to that, the uh, the recap of it. And I was like, wow, man, the voice and going back to what we was talking about, spoken word, how you can create that that environment. You actually created that environment of a eulogy. You know, mm. during that piece and the 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 inflections you made on your voice, you know, and the 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 accent and everything, it all lent to the to the perfection of this piece. So tell me, what was the process like for writing this piece? Because you chose Leopold, knowing his history, you know, mm. knowing his horrendous history, you know what I'm saying? you wrote from that perspective and you had to write to make him seem decent. And uh, it was profound what you did with that. So tell us what that process was like for you. Yeah, that was like, honestly, I I, I was just going through doing my, doing my homework. And um, I said, uh, man, I could never do Leopold. This is the <laughs> worst person in history. <laughs> and, um, as I went on and on and on to look to each individual person to choose to choose, I was like, I really hate this dude, Leopold. I, <laughs> I want to do him now mm. because I wanted to show myself that I could make that into something that is, that was a challenge for me. You know mm. what I'm saying? The challenge, even though it was a challenge for everyone to come together and present their, uh, their, their eulogies, but I, I wanted to challenge myself with that particular one to make it 
you know, something that I knew for a fact was the most horrendous human being ever mm. and try and make that into something pleasing. So the truth be told, I thought I was going to lose this one, you know, in the beginning because I couldn't, I couldn't find one. I was like, man, I'm probably going to lose. This might be me leaving. It was two joints that I thought I was going to lose this one. And the, the, uh, the feminine one. You know so I was like, yeah, I can't, I, I, I just, I couldn't make it work. But then honestly, man, if, I feel like, you know, I go to my, I go to my Lord, man. And I said this to one, somebody in the, in the room before. And I was like, yeah, I go to God and ask him to help me. And he helps me. And he guides me. And I was like, God ain't have you right that. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I believe my Lord did, you know, my That's Lord right. is with me. That's and right. It's not really. Uh, it wasn't me. I'm telling you, some things is just God inspires me to, you know, present and to write and ideas and all these different things. You know, I don't, I don't take ownership of anything. I just say that if it's good, then it's from God. Mm. And um, that was more so it. So probably in the last two, three days before the competition, that's when I finished it. But for that whole period from that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I thought I was, I couldn't think of nothing. And finally, God gave that to me, and I was able to come off with a very high score. Yeah, that was that was it was profound, man. The accent and everything that you did, giving my my listeners some context. This was a prompt challenge in the Grand Rio competition where they was prompted. All the competitors were, were prompted to write a eulogy. You know, taking an historical tyrant and being a sympathizer for that tyrant trying to like sway people to look at the good they that they've done and i thought that you picking leopold it was no room for good you know what i'm saying you really had to you really had to do your griot thing to get that across and um i thought it was profound i thought it was a profound performance also another performance that stood out to me was when you did the rendition of nat turner Mm. And uh, I thought that was powerful, man. I thought it was powerful. You know, the prompt was to pick a revolutionary. That was a revolutionary challenge. And um, you picked Nat Turner. Now, Mm. another competitor also picked Nat Turner. Did Did a pretty good job with Nat Turner as well. But I felt that your piece with Nat Turner, it really, I really felt the sentiment of Nat. Like, I really felt the sentiment of Nat as opposed to the characterization of Nat. And I think that was a difference from those two pieces that you really pretty much delivered that sentiment of Nat Turner, what he what he stood for, what he was trying to accomplish. And the other piece was more so of a characterization. Right. That was a pretty it was a pretty good characterization yeah. of Nat. Yeah, he did good. You know, but it was more more so of a characterization. Right. But I really felt that sentiment from you, you know, being aware of Nat Turner's uh, his story. So that was profound to me. But I know in this competition, because I've been in certain competitions like this, similar, where it was prompt. You had to, you had to get prompts. And prompts is not easy because the, the, the thing about a prompt is that, you know, some people write from, they write from a selfish point, from a selfish uh, point of view. You know, they need to be motivated or need to feel something to write. Other mm-hmm. people can do well with, with prompts and challenges. But like me, myself, I'm one of those poets. Like I do my best writing when 
I feel what I'm writing about. Yes. You know, I got to connect to the to the subject matter in some form or fashion in order to produce some great work, you know, yes. but to be challenged week to week, week to mm-hmm. week to be challenged to come and perform prompted pieces, you know, and to deliver the performances that both of you guys, the two finalists have done. It's, it's been phenomenal, man. It's been phenomenal. It's been a joy to watch. And to see what you, what you guys are doing for poetry, man. So, let me ask you, my brother, Habib. Let me ask you. Who, like, in this competition so far, so far, because we're we not at the end yet. We're at the tail end. But, right. in this, but in this competition so far, uh, what competitor, what competitor in the competition, if any of the competitors, which of the competitors had a had a lasting impact on you? You know that has oh, that affected you. Yeah, honestly, man, I'm gonna be 100. Uh, you know, definitely Geronimo. Mm. Like he had uh, throughout this whole pe- the competition, he had two pieces that really like that really, really, really left a lasting impression on me. Mm. One was the pizza. When mm-hmm. he did, yes, that and was one epic. Was the, um, the Superman one. Mm. That those two joints were very like phenomenal, mm. like like holy cow. Uh, another person who left uh, a last impression on me, and that is uh, Scott, mm. because Scott, uh, when we came together to work together, I was able to see how he, he thought, his mind worked. Mm. And he has a beautiful mind. He's very intelligent. Uh, he's deep. Mm. And uh, as we saw probably in the last the last uh, prompt he did, it was very, 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 very deep mm-hmm. conceptually. Even though it was like, it probably was bigger than the actual, you know, the timeline and the purpose that we what was what we're supposed to be creating mm-hmm. the concept was tremendously bigger mm. and um you know th- he left a very very uh, strong impression on me and I and I appreciate him and his mind the way he thinks and his beautiful mind mm. that's that is amazing man because uh one of the one of, one of the reasons we wanted to do this competition you know, me and Payne, we're both, we, we are lovers of this art form. And we wanted to, uh, you know, extend the gift, you know, extend that to this community, the clubhouse community. Now, mind you, we're very fairly new to that community. However, you know, when we came over there, like I noticed it off rip. It was so many dope, talented artists, you mm. know. And it was like, wow, man, so many people over here that that I had no idea that did spoken word. And then I met a lot of individuals who were right on the cusp or right at the brink of being great. And I said, well, you know what? Maybe they can use a little coaching or a little bit of mentoring and um, they'll be right on their way. So this competition was was our attempt to do something for the community to build a community, to build that community vibe. And for you to say that, that, you know what I'm saying? You never knew Scott before this competition, you know what I'm saying? And for y'all to come together and, and link up and then find things that you guys can really connect on. It was deep. 
And that's what that's what brotherhoods are. That's how bonds are forged, you know, and um, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, one brother, you know, I ain't going to say his name, but he offered one of one of the contestants a kidney. You know wow. what I'm saying? And that was that was powerful, wow. man. That was powerful. Like it really touched me during the show when wow. the brother when the brother mentioned it. Like I was, I was shook, man. I was like, "Oh wow. man, I got chills man, all over my, my body." Boy, yeah, it was powerful, and, and I was like, "This is a community. It's a poetry community." Oftentimes, we don't even see each other. It's just the app. We just hearing each other, but we're able to bond, or we're able to forge these bonds through this app. Whereas it's powerful. It's powerful. So for you and Scott, because y'all created a great piece in the collab challenge, but for you guys to get together and you not even knowing this brother from a hole, hole in the wall or a can of paint, and for y'all to come together and then realize like, yo, this dude is deep and create dope work. Because that that week, man, like <laughs> I was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo Scott, he really impressed me. <laughs> He impressed me that week. He impressed me. I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? And that's what what can happen when you put the right chemistry together. Like minds being around. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, man. I don't don't think I would have been able to do that with nobody else, man. Mm. And that's really, you know, like I I, I had an idea. And uh, he really just took the idea and he put some nitrous oxide on that thing and just took that shit that shit took off Oof. <laughs> and it was a it was a amazing concept man like mm. I'm still amazed by that sometimes I go back and listen to these things bro and I'm amazed <laughs> at what I'm listening to and um I was telling him man like yo we should submit this shit to to uh <laughs> to Mar- uh, Marvel uh you know uh what was it Marvel's Marvel Comics? Marvel Comics. <laughs> See, they do some old crazy stuff like that. But I mean, it's it's very, very uh, extreme, you know, mm-hmm. talking about killing the entire uh, race. <laughs> <laughs> the creativity, and that that was the thing, too, because some people like the prompts. What, what are these prompts about? All these prompts were deliberate. They were deliberate prompts to try to get people outside of their comfort zones and to challenge them to go to that mm-hmm. level where like yo what how I'm going to write about this I remember one time I was in a, a competition right and they gave us a word it was crazy they said okay your next week your next week challenge your next week word is artification mm-hmm. that's the that's that that's the word artification is not a real word that's the crazy mm-hmm. part it's not a real word. They said, this is not a real word. What do artification means to you? Damn. What do it means to you? Now, this is not a real word, but we want you to define this word in your poem. We want mm. you to define this word. And at the end of this poem, we want to make, we want to, we want to know that, yo, this is what this word means. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was dope. And um, I killed that challenge that week. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a dope piece. You got it still? Yeah, I still got it. The artification, but the piece that I wrote, I don't I don't have it to memory no more. I used to have okay, it to memory. Okay. But that uh that piece, it was crazy cuz I was matter of fact, I do have that piece. It's on it's on YouTube. It's on mm. I forget what round that was, but that round I killed. I made it to the next round, but it was like 
that word, them sparking me or hitting me with that word, it made me think. It made me do some thinking. Create I'm like, wow, how? Yeah, how I'm gonna create a word? You see that? How, create a word. You see this? You see the connection? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, That's dope. I, I know what it did for me as a writer. That challenge. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, wow, because I was sitting there racking my brain, artification. What I'm gonna do with this? I ain't got no reference points because it's not a real word. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow. So it 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 it, it turned into an epic piece. So I was like, you know what? This challenge right here is gonna do the same for them that it did for me. Passing the torch, you know, go through that experience, get that chink under your armor, and um, you'll be a greater writer for it. Mm. So all these challenges, if some people <clears throat> thought that these challenges was like random or we just freestyling the challenges from week to week nah they're all deliberate all deliberate challenges all designed to do something different you know what i mean and um so far you and the brother geronimo y'all have done an amazing job thus far because y'all the final two and i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited we have a we have a we have a chock full show you know we're planning because this is going to be epic and I'm, I'm going to be broadcasting this on the podcast to tell people to come over and um, we see who get that belt, man. And like we mentioned, me and Payne mentioned, we will be delivering the belt personally. You know mm. what I'm saying? We're going to take a video and all that, man. And um, it's, it's going to be an accomplishment, man. I'm going to wish both of you guys luck because both of you guys deserve it. Both of you held your own Appreciate throughout this you, competition. But... um. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. So let me let me get into some 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 up math before we get into this next question. It wouldn't be right if I had you come on the platform and I didn't have you, you know what I'm saying, tear the mic down one time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let the people get some type of reference of who Brother Habib is. Because they didn't know who you was. We matter of fact. This is what we're going to do. When you spit this piece, because my audience, they they wasn't familiar who Brother Habib is. Just like all the people in this competition, they didn't know who you was. Remember the story of, of the Hadith, <laughs> the Hadith of the story of Angel Gabriel. He came to teach you your religion. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, yo, he came out of yeah. nowhere. Like, where he come from? He, he was wearing extremely white clothing and like he didn't have no travel on him like yo where he come from like nobody knew where you came from and um the art of spoken word man you showed these people who you are my brother man yeah, and um it's 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 beautiful so let me set the stage up for you man uh you you ready for a piece you ready you, you ready to spit yeah, right now that's what you, that's what you I'm, got something in mind let me know nah nah just whatever you feel whatever's on your heart man give these people a taste of who brother habib is Coming to the stage, I want I want to give a warm, warm welcome for our brother, brother Habib. Mm. Peace, 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 peace. Let me go to. Uh, thank you so much. First of all, this is called Black Testament. <clears throat> God. How could so much mayhem manifest from the miracle of our melanin? How could something so amazing change beings to be something so shaming? 
Decades of regal decadence defiled with distortion, all from this miraculous misfortune. The Bible calls it a curse, a sin, but the same skin that speaks of sin reeks of royalty. Even the creation of the very first man was molded and formed by God's great hands. Adam, too, was blessed to bear the burden of my brown. <clears throat> so why then are we cursed to share this burden like Mike Brown? That's when police see your black skin as a fully loaded Mac 10. That's when toys in the hands of our handsome sons resemble Gatling guns. This is a land where an unarmed black man looks more dangerous than the Taliban. It's, is that why there's so many countless episodes that our epidermis is at the epicenter of an epic death? Is that why the system is systemically cleansing me? Look, Look at how these innocents have lost their innocence in a sense. No more innocence once the judge takes a glimpse of our dark images. Justice becomes a figment. And you don't have to read between the lines in these death sentences. Chess blows instigated his death throes. But these decimals don't add up because if he didn't point one, why bring a gun into the equation? You spend thousands of dollars on sports to watch niggas. Then you spend thousands of dollars putting security cameras on your porch to watch niggas. You love Michael Jordan. Well, that's a black man on your feet. But you will George Zimmerman or Trayvon if you catch a black man on your street. Look, look at how he reloads his speed loaders. He says these bullets is for them freeloaders. He leaves his suburban home with his wife and two kids. His son yells out, Daddy, knock him dead. Yeah, Daddy, break a leg, crack a skull, beat them niggas till their face drips with blood, harass them niggas until they beg you to leave, then choke them niggas till they can't breathe. Because cause dead men have no tales to be told except for what the media is sold. You see, the newscast newsflash is the newest newsflash. The newscast newsflash is the newest newsflash. Good evening. This just in. Today, another unarmed black man was gunned down by a white officer. He said the assailant was black, armed, and dangerous. Even though he was unarmed blacks, Arms are dangerous. Look what happens when your bare arms look as if they're bare arms. When your bare arms look as if they're bare arms. And as soon as these pigs get a scent of the color that pours out of your pores into your pigment, freeze is what they'll scream, but die nigga is what them pigs meant. Peace. Family, spoken soul family. Do you do you guys see what I mean? Do you guys see what I mean? Oh man, oh man, oh this yo, this brother is phenomenal, man. He's a phenomenal artist. Uh I'm so happy that he's that he's come, you know, and I've I've had the opportunity to really, you know what I'm saying, get to know this brother, man, and his work. Like you you do tremendous work, my brother. You're doing work out there that's inspiring people that it's not just it's it's just not words. You know what I'm saying? Like words with meaning, words with purpose. And uh I don't I don't sense no vanity from you, bro. I don't sense no sense of like arrogance, like yo, I'm all that. And I think that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the very thing that uh that puts you in a, a class by yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that makes you stand out 
from a lot of the other competitors as well. And um, it's it's profound, man. You do good work, man. And I'm a fan of sentiment and poetry, man. Like I want to I want to be able to feel something. I want to be I want to be inspired. You know, when I hear somebody spit something, I want to be moved. That poem moved me. It moved me. It made me want to be active. It made me want to be, you know, vocal. It made me want to be wanted to do something. So, uh, yeah, shout out to you, brother, man. Man, that- shout out to you, man. I appreciate you. Man, just the same way you felt about that, man. I swear by God, I feel the same way about you, bro. You know, I appreciate you, spit, you bro, King. It literally touched my heart, bro. It's like, I don't know what it is. You just got something with the heartstrings, bro. You just know how to play them things real smooth, bro. I appreciate you, really, you King. God bless you, man, with a, an amazing voice and a, an amazing sincerity as well, man. You know, and even in this competition man you've made it a strong strong effort even in the face of the most retarded mm. uh, accusations and and you know <laughs> bs people trying to tarnish bring negative energy you've always kept this positive uh beautiful energy love for the people love for the community it's almost as if you know the way i see it bro is like people throwing stones at a giant you know what i'm saying mm. they don't even it don't even affect you, man. You just like up there smiling, being cool, <laughs> giving positive energy, and you got people throwing rocks at your ankle, and you're not even acknowledging it, man. So salute to you. I, I, I appreciate you. you, Kate. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming through the show. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a two part interview. Because I got to interview the other, uh, the other um, finalists. So it's gonna be dope, and I want you guys to come through, come through. Two weeks from now, I'm going to be informing you guys when the finale date will be. And um, come through and show these poets some love, man. I know that night is going to be crazy. The room is going to be crazy. There's going to be so many people there because everybody want to know what's going to happen, man. So I, I want to thank you, my brother Habib, for coming through, man, sharing your your wisdom with us and sharing your words with us. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a feeling, man, that, uh, you know what I'm saying, this like this is not going to be your last time on the show. I want to, you know what I'm saying, I definitely want to bring you back on a different note you know, because I do a panel discussion from time to time with different mm-hmm. poets and um, where we tackle certain issues, like issues that's affecting our community. And I like to get artists that got something to contribute. You know what I'm saying? And I do that via their work, like work that move me. I reach out to those type of artists to get them to come on a panel discussion so we can tackle some of these issues that's facing that we're faced with in our community and we can try to find some solutions. So I definitely want to bring you back on the show with man, that, man. You. And um, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, my brother. But yeah, man, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being the person you are in this competition, man, holding such a beautiful decorum throughout. All right, so we're gonna end that because we gotta we gotta do another interview, man. We gotta get y'all acclimated with the other finalists as well. So this is gonna be a two part uh, series that I, I usually don't do it like this, but I'm going to splice it. And we're going to have two interviews with this one episode. So you guys are definitely in for a treat. But my brother Habib, man, I want to thank you again for coming. And um, uh, thank you. definitely, my brother, anytime, man. And um, I want to thank you for being the person you are, man. Keep doing your thing, brother, man. Yes, Keep sir. full steam ahead, man. But thank you for coming through, my brother, man. Thank, thank you. you for inviting me, man. Most definitely. As I promised you guys, this is a two-part interview. 
with the two finalists of the Grand Griot competition. Now, we heard from the first brother, Brother Habib. Now, we're going to get into our brother, this brother, Geronimo Tat. Now, when I first came to Clubhouse, you know, certain poets stood out to me. Certain poets stood out to me. Uh, I'm a big... uh, I'm a big supporter of content in poetry, a message, an underlying message, you know, something that's going to inspire me, you know, something that's going to provoke me to to do something. And uh, this brother right here, he's the whole package. Many people write poems, but when you have the ability when you have the ability to paint stories, what my brother like to say, concrete images, concrete images, man, that you can put in your head and you like, I can see this manifesting. It's, it's profound. So Spoken Soul Sessions family, I want to I wanna welcome to the studio the second finalist of the Grand Griot competition, the phenomenal Geronimo Tat. My brother, my brother. What's good, King? Man, everything, everything. Wonderful night. Beautiful night, man. Yo, we got you in the studio, man. Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This competition has pretty much man uh it's been the, the talk of clubhouse everybody been talking about it from week to week you know you know everybody got their favorites like i want to ask you man because i'm going to get everybody acclimated with this competition you know you guys i've been telling you guys about it it's been 27 poets that came to answer this call we wanted to see who was going to be the grand griot 27 poets came they answered the call we're down to two. We're down to two poets. And this brother right here is one of those two. It's been some uh, amazing twists and turns in this competition. And uh, I want to ask you, my brother, you know, the very first question I have to ask you, because if I don't ask you this, I'm going to get 100 emails telling me, oh, why are you going to ask the question? So first, because okay. you're officially a, a, a guest on the show. First, Geronimo Tat. Why poetry? Why spoken word? It could have been anything else. Why poetry? Okay. Uh, this is like my origin story. So I started in high school. I was inspired by a poet that I seen on Showtime at Apollo named The Boogeyman. And he rocked the show for weeks. And y'all know how the Apollo go, right? Mm-hmm. Then I find out he's from my city. Mm. So he actually inspired me to write my first piece of poetry. Mm. And then um, I did my first performance as a talent show in, in school. I get on the bus to go home the first night, pay my fare, look, and they go to Boogeyman sitting on the fucking bus. Wow. And so I'm start talking to him like I know him. I'm like, yo, you know where I just came from? You know, you know, <laughs> after high school, I took a hiatus. I, I, I left poetry alone. Until my uh, 
my high school poetry partner, her name's Christina. Uh, she went by uh, Euphrates Moon. Euphrates Moon. She passed away, mm. but she didn't want to have a funeral. She wanted to have a poetry event for her services. So that kind of got me um, back writing, getting prepared for that. And I've been writing ever since. That was about two years ago. Mm. Like you got, it's a, it's an undeniable talent. Like, I, I hear a lot of poetry. I really do. I hear a lot of poetry. You know, I'm engulfed in poetry all the time. But when I came on the app and I actually heard you, I was like, I told Payne, I was like, yo, this brother is different. He's different. And, um, you know, you just remind me of, like, you remind me of, of me and Payne in the sense that we always went the extra mile to try to make something even more epic. Like, one piece in particular, and I urge you guys to go listen to those replays, but I'll be bringing those pieces over to the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast to let you guys hear them. But you did this one piece uh, called the pizza piece. It, that's what we that's what we referred to. Everybody referred to it as the pizza piece. What's the official name of that piece? Can you tell me? Oh, position. Position. It was the it was the make up the word challenge. Make, the, yeah. make up the word challenge, and you came with the word position, and it was a play on pizza, and uh, the sentiment behind that poem, the overall message behind that poem, was epic. It was epic, and you made it. It was it was comedic as well, which is what I dug. How you took something that everybody can relate to pizza you know what i'm saying and broke it down to the point to get a strong message of morality out of that piece and i thought that was just phenomenal another piece that really stood out to me and uh i was telling i was telling pain this like i do the recaps i do the all the editing and all that so i have the pleasure of looking at the actual audio file and when i was doing the audio for for, for the collab challenge and I thought this was crazy there's a part of the piece where it seems like you're screaming it seems like you're yelling it seems like it just seemed like it's all this passion in your voice but your your, your tone is even there's no screaming on that I'm not, I gotta take a, a screenshot of it you know what I'm saying it's it, 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 what you call it's like it's like a straight line and I'm like yo how's he going this hard and it sounds like he's screaming, but his voice is evenly leveled. And I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. Because I've seen where claps is in the audio and it, it, it's all over the place. But it was just real steady. And it was like, it made me think that this right here is deliberate. You know what I'm saying? This is something that is not easily achieved because a lot of people try to, you know, mimic an emotion, but don't nail it. In this case right here, it was just, it was done so perfectly. I was like, wow, this got to be deliberate, man. So so tell us about that piece in particular, man. The position piece. I want to know about the position piece. But I want to know about that aspect in the Superman piece that you did. How did you get your vocals like that? How did you get that intensity, man? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so with the, with the, the vocals and that pitch, I never heard my voice do that because it was real time. It was real time. It's something that happened at real time. And I was kind of running out of breath. But I wasn't going to give up because I can't crack. Mm. So something just clicked where I got 
extra air from and delivered the rest of the piece. Mm. Five. It, it was weird. That was real time. Yeah, I, man, you had I, to I be there. That, that was yeah. something that you had to be there for because I, I found it amazing because everybody said you left Earth. Like the end of that piece, everybody like it was like the build up to that ending of that particular piece. Everybody like, yo, he left Earth. It was like it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So the process of that, it was it was it was phenomenal. Like me and Payne, we were both in a competition years ago, uh, Poetry Idol, Poetry Idol. And it was something similar to what we doing with the Grand Griot. It was prompt based, but you had to do the prompt. You had to perform it. No props. You had to re- memorize your piece and all that. You had to perform it. So in this, we had a we had a word called. It was a like a. It wasn't a creator word, but they gave us a word. The word they gave us. I don't know if Payne remember this, but it was artification. It was artification. Now that word don't exist. The word don't exist. However. It's a, you know what I'm saying? They said, we want you to write a poem. And by the end of this poem, we want to, we want to know, we wouldn't think that you made up this word, that this poem is defining this word. And I thought that challenge was epic. I thought it, it really enhanced my writing. You know what I'm saying? So with that, it's kind of similar with this. So tell us about the creator word challenge. What was that like for you? What was your process in, in creating such an epic piece like that Pisation piece? Hey, I want to get into that word that y'all got. But um, <laughs> with Pisation, I, I took pizza and sensation. Mm. And I tried to put merge the two together because I did want to correlate. I was actually just talking to someone about how they've been tricking us with these piece of flavor shit that's not really hitting what you need. You mm-hmm. really want pizza. That's the only reason why you're buying it. But you don't want to get pizza for real. You don't want to go get a whole pie. But they don't taste nothing like it. And we've been accepting that shit for years mm. as the knockoff of the, you know, it's it's a way I can express it, but I don't really want to express it that way. But it's the consolation prize. Mm. And it ain't a good one. Mm. You know, and I thought about that in a parallel to what we see happening in the poetry community. Mm. A lot of people delivering it's pretentious, it's not honest, mm. you know, uh, just critiques and things that I notice about some poets, not all poets, because it's amazing poets like you and Payne. Mm. But uh artification, man. That yeah, that that word was that it, it was crazy. That round I love that round because I go back from time to time. I look at that. It's on YouTube. They 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 televised that. So it was a dope. It was a for me. It stuck out to me because I, I I happened to stumble upon the video and I was like, oh snap! I remember this, and um I remember what it did for my writing because I was stumped. So I can imagine what you guys go through from week to week trying to think of the concept because pretty much that's the hardest part. The hardest part of the challenge is to develop that concept that you're going to drive home. The poetry, the words itself, it'll come to you once you get that concept. So I know what it's like to be frantic, like, damn, man, it's Saturday, man, and I ain't got, I ain't even got my concept yet, or doing rough drafts and scrapping them. So I know the anxiety that's attached to this type of competition, but it was all done in order, you know, to make us all better writers. You know what I'm saying? Like a famous movie that I always refer back to 
is the five heartbeats. Me and my brother Payne, this is our movie. We got mad quotes in this movie. There's a lot of life lessons in this movie. But one part in this movie, when 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 Duck found out that his his his, his shorty was dipping with his brother, he was like, one, he said, this one critic said to me one time, he said, Duck Matthews will be a great writer one day when he suffers more. Suffers more. He said, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. He said, I know what it mean now. And I remember that scene. It stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? From a young age in, in my adulthood. And the things you go through, the struggles you go through is going to determine and refine you to be the shining star that you are. So it's necessary. You know, and sometimes people don't like to be in uncomfortable places. They don't like to be uncomfortable. But uncomfortability, it, it forces you to change your circumstances. That's Absolutely. what it do. It forces you to Absolutely. do it. So, yo, I was I was writing, getting prepared for the for, you know, I'm mm-hmm. writing. So I'm getting prepared for it. I'm going through my process, and uh, I start writing. I'm crying mm. today. Mm. You know, I'm like, wow. So I'm thinking about this energy that's coming out of me now. I'm like, this shit gonna come back and deliver. Facts. I'm gonna practice it. It's gonna be regular. Come time, it's showtime. It's gonna be different, you know. Mm. I'm like, you know, uh, but I don't know how it's gonna manifest. But it's it's honest, mm. you know? and that's all that matters. Because sometimes that's the best thing, man. When you, you know, what I'm saying, you just you leave it all on the table, man. You leave it all on the table. Like you've made some tremendous strides in this competition throughout all the nonsense. You know, what I'm saying it got turbulent, but you 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 kept your head above water you maintained the decorum and i love the fact that you put an overall message in your poetry even the pieces that some people would think were diss pieces i never looked at them as that way because they had a a overall you know message had an overall warning or you know like yo look you need to think about doing this and stop doing this it was a message involved so i never really looked at it as a diss piece i looked at it more so as a you know a communal piece where we're helping each other we're putting things out there i know things got turbulent but overall my brother you definitely held yourself to a certain standard and you kept it about poetry and i can really appreciate that facts i appreciate it Definitely. Appreciate it. It's funny, man. You know, a lot of people had said like, "Yo, I think it's gonna be Geronimo and Habib at the end." Yes, I'm like, no. that's funny. That's funny because that's it's- what the streets is saying. Because for for I say maybe week six in the the final twelve, I heard in the streets, "Yo, Geronimo Habib, Geronimo Habib." You know, and I think that comes from the fact that both of you guys are able to create storylines and images that people can see. It's a difference because we have some great writers in this competition. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster with it. And um, and, and you and you and you also, you know, what I'm saying so it's like, damn, like it couldn't have been a better matchup as far as strengths was concerned, because both of you have. A lot of power in that same area. Y'all come at it and y'all approach it in different angles, but the the end effect is the same that it hits home. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting to see how this unfolds. But no matter how it unfolds, yeah, no matter how it unfolds, 
the the fact that you two are still here it says a lot it says a lot and both of you are not really affiliated you know what i'm saying cuz i looked at a lot of some of the other competitors they're affiliated you know what i'm saying they got little crews they got you know what i'm saying but both of you guys you know on your own merit both of you on your own merit you develop true die hard supporters of what y'all do you know what i'm saying and i think that's that's phenomenal cuz y'all didn't come in the game with a crew y'all didn't come in the game y'all i'm representing this i'm representing that y'all came in yeah. the game as yourselves and, and y'all kept it like that and that was that was phenomenal and for y'all two to be the final two standing is a testament of y'all work ethic it's also a testament of how you affect people with your poetry you know so it's a beautiful thing man i'm wishing you guys both luck i'm rooting for both of you guys man because poetry wins at the end of the day with this it it wins no, sure. you know what i mean so uh it's only right my brother we've been talking and all that we've been we've been chatting it up and uh the people don't know they my audience don't know how you get down they they know me they know poetic black. They know I get down. But they's like, yo, black giving this dude mad props. Like this dude get busy. So uh we're gonna let him hear a little taste, man. Can you can you bless us? Can you bless the studio with a with a poem, my brother? Let me set up the stage for you. Let me set up the stage. You got something ready? Yeah, I got something ready. That's what I'm talking about. Always ready. Ain't gotta get ready. All right, coming to the stage. Let's give a warm, warm welcome. To our brother, Mr. Geronimo Tat. Under the weather is a forecast you don't ever want to see. Sick is a place my pen always seems to be. I give it a squeeze and it sneezes its thick ink. Ha, 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 cool. So I got you this college rule tissue. Figured if you got it all out, that would solve the issue. But no, I kept coming. Nose kept running. Every time I tried to write, my eyes would start watering. I thought it might have been based off the way my pen was feeling. The writing's on the wall and the pen is on the ceiling, so... Does that mean that the pen, the pen needs penicillin? Took it to the doctor. He prescribed the unhealthy dose of clodipin. Don't he know pens are lousy when drowsy? Never mind, doc. I got it, man. He, he don't know my pen like I do. This is the same pen I use to screw the feds. So I stopped at the drugstore for some crackers, ginger ale, and sudafeds. People looking at us outrageous. <clears throat> the stairs I get, get my pen is sick, but it ain't contagious. I hate that I got to explain it. Now, look, the manager asked me to leave. He says, calm down, sir. It's not exactly what you think. You a hazard because people keep tripping off your ink. So I hop back in my whip. I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to nurse my pen back to health on my own. Trying to relax it. I play some nice tunes on my phone. Cops right behind me. Bloop, bloop. They done hop right out. License and insurance. I can't believe this is happening right now. Two minutes. They came back out with no tickets. Just some white out. I'm happy about the ticket because I'm piss poor. But what you handing me this for? He said, ain't your pen sick, boy? I said, yeah, but that doesn't concern you. He said, you dumber than you look, boy. I'm going to have to learn you. Sick pens have caused revolutions, constitutions, lots of music, and freedom movements. Police are here to maintain order, not confusion. So sick pens is just something we're not approving. 
I just said some spoken word and flipped them the bird, mash on the gas pedal. They start letting off metal. I've been a curve, smack a pole, end up stuck on the curb. I'm leaking, my pen's leaking, it starts speaking. Geronimo will be with friends for a while, but trying to heal me is the same as trying to, trying to kill me as he rolls off. I thought by now you would have known the real me. So you're deaf, Geronimo. I don't exactly feel guilty. Signed a sick pen. Dope, 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 dope. That's what I'll be talking about right there, man. That's exactly what I'll be talking about. The ability, you know, to like paint these images, man. You just took a whole story about a pen and just and just animated it. And just animated it and just painted a picture for us, man. Like what you do, bro, is phenomenal, man. Fire is like, I don't know if it's in the water. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Shit is shifting. But uh, brother, you are a phenomenal artist, King. You are a phenomenal artist, Thank man. Thank you. I appreciate that, Black. I really do appreciate you, man. I appreciate the the week to week coming, bringing your A game every week. Despite what's going on, you come in for poetry. And um, that's a beautiful look. Uh, it's a beautiful look for poetry, man. It's a beautiful look for what we do as a community, you know, as an art form. It's time for us to be recognized, man. And it's artists like yourself, you know what I'm saying, that's helping, you know, paving that way to get us seen and noticed, you know. And I appreciate you and I salute you, King, for real, man. And I'm wishing you all the luck. Man, I appreciate y'all for inviting me to the competition and seeing something in me. Most definite, man. Most definite. The, the competition finale, you guys know, it will be on April 15th on Clubhouse. If you don't have that Clubhouse app, I don't know where you've been at, man. I don't know if you've been under a rock. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You just not in the know. But there's an app called Clubhouse. It's available on iOS. It's available on Android. Get the app. You know, look for Spoken Soul Sessions. Iron sharpens iron. And, uh, Look for the Grand Griot competition. You're going to see it. You can't help but see it. And uh, you got artists like Geronimo over there, man, doing his thing, like Brother Habib and many other dope-ass artists. And um, we coming out, we got something to say. I want to thank our brother Geronimo Tat for coming, spending this little time with us, giving us a little interview. You will be back on the show, my brother, because I want to get a little bit more in-depth with your work and what you provide as an artist, man, because I think you got something to say. And I want to also extend an invitation to you to... uh to appear on some of these panel discussions that I do. Uh, I do panel discussions like issues that's affecting our community where we'll talk about these issues, but I like to bring artists on the platform that, you know what I'm saying, that bring some type of wisdom in their work and try to uh, see if they can bring some type of wisdom to the situation that's going on in our community. So I definitely want to invite you for that, my brother. But we want to get well well acquainted with you and your work. So I appreciate you for taking this time out. Y'all remember, on April 15th is going to be the finale of the Grand Griot competition. We started out with 27 poets, and now we're down to the final two. So uh, I hope to see you guys there. So y'all know what time of the show this is. This is actually my favorite part of the show, to be honest with you guys. If y'all didn't know, if y'all didn't know, this is the time in the show 
when I'm able to address my audience. So I need y'all, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, I really need you to pay attention right now. I really need you to tune in. Today, today is the day we shine. Today is the day we stop procrastination. Today is the day we get busy. I hope, I hope you stay on your grind today. I hope you don't allow anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we get it done. No more excuses. Let's get to work. And if you don't know, if you don't know anything about me, I want you to know this. I want you to know that I love you. And I hope, I hope you love me too. Peace.